I can't believe we've already done four seasons. Welcome to TK's A Brigade, the Doshe and TK show. This marks the final episode of the show for season four. Today we're going to talk a little bit about transgenderism and again the current culture that's going on around us and in our society. We're going to touch a little bit about how people are obsessed with their phones and we're going to discuss the uh, taste bud things just briefly. So shout out to Lydia from Sprouts again. I hope you enjoy this season. We will be back in June. But for now, put your headphones on, put your glasses on, and tune in now here on TK's A-Brigade. Well, well, well. Welcome, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. Still don't know what to do with my eyes when I talk. Your eyes? What do you mean? Close them. I don't know where to look. I mean, you got to look at something, bro. That's weird, man. I don't know. I feel like I need you guys pulled up on my screen. Then I feel like I'm having a conversation with people. Hey, like, we can do like Discord. A, like a, a Discord? We could try it. Do you guys want to try it once and see what happens? I don't there's have no, a... There's no trying. You just do it. I know, yeah. but I don't have my... Um, that was inspirational, Chris. I really like that. My, uh, there's no try. You just do. I got to I gotta find my uh, webcam. Mm, maybe not. I, are you doing a video right now? I am, yes. Oh. What do you, what do you use your phone? camera? Yeah, I use my iPhone. You can't. We can't do it. I'd probably screw it up anyways, to be honest. Oh, jeez. Well, there's no way I'd ever get it to sync up, and then I'd be talking, and my lips would be moving. You think I was speaking Japanese? Japanese, really? Be like it's dubbed over, or Mandarin <laughs> orange. <laughs> what? Sorry, some of us have culture. Excuse me. Oh, is that what we call it? Yeah. Wow. Jeez, have 800 genders, can't have two languages, though. Whoa. You know what's crazy is that when you say that, like, with the 800 genders, but... I know, I undercut it by, like, 2 million, sorry. No, <laughs> but it's what's interesting about it is the fact that we have so many different cultural differences with uh, people. For example, we like, last week we were talking about, well, I brought up the um, the taste bud thing. And I met that girl at uh, Sprouts, shout out to Lydia, and she asked me that, what, why do different people have a respond differently to foods and why do different people like different types, like types of foods and tastes and stuff? And so I thought, oh, maybe it was just, um, you know, how they're raised. And that's a little bit of it. But after doing some research, I found out that our taste buds are uh, genetic. They come, they're based on our like our uh our dna or you know like our culture or uh nationalities and stuff so i'd say it's certain vastly pe- different just across this country people come well yeah but i'm saying like it's genetic it's not just like you were raised in a a home that only eats fish so you're used to fish Thank um God. or like spicy foods but it's genetically how we're built certain you know cultures um can taste a certain type of food differently than another culture so when they, you know, when we have different taste buds for different types of food, it's because it's genetic. So anyways, yeah. I wish water tastes like Red Bull. <laughs> you like Red Bull? I like all Ooh, of them. I can't do, I, dude, I don't, I don't get wings and fly. I get angry and punch things. Red Bull monster. Go fast. Yeah. yeah. I like, go fast Colorado is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I like the rains and the bangs and bangs the, the rock stars. 
Yeah. You used to have a rock store. Rockstar and Cola, that was good. Yeah, I've I haven't tried that one yet. It's gone. Whatever happened, hey, wh- how'd that monster alcohol one go last week? It's still in my refrigerator. <laughs> Are you afraid to drink it? It's been like three weeks, yeah. I just have <laughs> drink it. I don't know. Well, I always have an energy drink during the day, and I don't want to have two. So I'm going to have to remember not to drink one during the day, and then I'll have it. So it's an actual energy drink with liquor? Yeah, it's a way cooler looking can, too. I should just come over Saturday at like... I'll sell it to you for Dude. fifty bucks. Probably can't find them anywhere. Fifty dollars. You got we'll a good drink. point. Seventy-five. We'll drink it and then see what it does. How much alcohol? Uh, I think six percent. So yeah, that's that's a decent amount. Yeah, I think we talked about this exact same thing last week. I think <clears throat> I've had it for a few weeks now. So what's on the so, agenda? Well, we talked a little bit about the taste buds and uh, telling a friend about last week's rant about uh, tr- participation trophies when it comes to gaming. So it's it's life in general, like school shootings and everything. Right. So there's a, there was a school shooting at East High last week, and then there was a school shooting at in Nashville yesterday, um, and the shooter was a female this time. Well. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? I don't acknowledge that person as a female, but yeah. Oh, we're the oh okay. I see. I just heard it was a female. Uh, so are no, we doing the, is it male? No, it was, no, it was a legitimate female that identified as a male. I thought it was born male. No, it was born female. That's why they almost made a big deal about it because it hasn't happened since like the eighties. Mm. But then they found out that it wasn't a white guy, so they backed off. Right. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a legitimate female. I also seen her get shot. So, in the head. That's pretty funny. I know. Did you, did oh, you yeah. watch it on live on TV? Really? I didn't so watch now it live, we're airing it or what? No, I watched. Well, okay, video. I don't mean live, but I mean yeah, video of the police cam. Yeah. Wow. I, I can send it to you if you want. Sure. The best part Ooh, was she, she got shot like like five times by an AR. Falls on the ground. The other cops like quit moving. Dumps the mag into her. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was that's, coming out. That's there, intense. Life. And what was, does anybody know what was the uh, the purpose of? Just an angry transgender, you know, needed to just fit in, needed to stand out. Attention. They, they all needed to be treated so specially. But there was no reason, like, other than just angry. Uh, no, I think they were blaming, I don't know, because Tennessee passed something about not being able to do sex changes or something for your kids. Something along those lines, so they're, they're acting out. So the anger just... Well, so yeah, shoot a bunch of people. At, that solves it. Bunch of little kids, no less. Yeah. And I heard like two people, two kids died and two adults died. Is it something like that? Three. Three. Wow. Yeah. Is it, how come we don't address the g- transgender stuff as an actual mental health is- issue? Why is it just because nobody wants nobody allowed. nobody wants to offend anybody? Right. Yeah. That's we're, what I think. We're, we need to get no, it's exactly that. no, it's exactly what it is, Chris. Is People are too afraid to um, have any opposition to the to the the flow or the course of you know every day, so they'll not speak up and and say. I mean, we talked about it last time about people speaking up and the possibility of being canceled or losing like sponsorships and you know large oh, yeah. sums of money. And so people were like, you know what, I'm I'm just going to affirm this, and I'm not going to really like stand on either side of the fence. I'm kind of just going to straddle the fence. And then when someone asks me a question, I'm going to dance around it and I'm going to give the most vague 
um, undescriptive answer that I can to try and please everybody. But the problem is you can't please everybody, no matter what you say oh, and do. No so way. you've got to pick what a side. What if I could? Well, neither would I, but I, I try to, I try to, um, well, okay. So Chris, you know this, uh, Shay, you don't, I have two female, um, cousins. Both of them are, um, of the, of the alphabet mafia. One of them actually is married and, um, both of them refuse to engage me in, in any type of conversation anymore they because they claim that I will judge them. So because oh, no. of that statement, yeah. uh, we don't have don't any me. more, we don't have, we don't converse anymore. Yeah. We don't, we don't conversate. We don't have any, we don't, we don't have any relationships. Well, but the, here's the thing. These two cousins and Chris knows them very well have, I've, they've been my family like close my whole life up until a few years ago when their yeah. dad died. And the saddest part about it is that I didn't even know that one of them was um, that way, let alone both of them. And so when I found out that the older one was that way, uh, and again, I didn't, I didn't say anything negative. I, I said, okay, you know, and, and their mom, I asked their mom, I said, why, you know, why won't she respond to me and, you know, text or message or whatever? Well, she doesn't want you or she thinks you're going to judge her. And I said, okay, so she gets to judge me for judging her. I, Is that not the most duplicitous thing ever? Yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I literally no. had that same thought today driving. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I almost like stopped and pulled over because of this epiphany. Okay. I was like, all right, fine. You want me to respect who you think you are? Okay. Absolutely not. But you should respect who I think you are, too. And, and my opinion, you know what I mean? Right. But it never worked. It will never work that way. Because I don't, I don't know if respect's the right word, but I don't acknowledge, yeah, acknowledge. that existence. It's make-believe. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bunch right. of entitled people that need to stand out one way or another or feel important because they all got a right. participation trophy growing up. So they come up with some psych psychotic uh, gender they are, and their parents don't have the balls to discipline them. All right. Or they're a grown Vacation. adult doing it. <laughs> That's a whole other pathetic story. Oh, yeah. So I have a customer. Um, and just in case Nick's listening and he wants to know, I'm eating um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch spread with crackers. That sounds filthy. Where did you get the spread? Um, it's at the leg store. That was a leg store. <laughs> You're such a... T oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you almost slipped. Um, anyways, I have a customer that was born a man and did the whole transition thing. And there's a reason I'm telling you guys this. I risked my job and asked this person to explain this process to me. Like, explain why I'm supposed to accept that you're now a woman or that you think you're now a woman, whatever it is. And their response was un almost passed out. Did you forget to breathe? Almost. She looks me right in my eyes and tells me that I didn't do it for you. 
she goes, I do it for me. I don't care if people acknowledge it. I don't make a big deal out of it. None of this blah, blah, blah stuff. And uh, she's like, I live my life the way I want to live my life. She goes, I don't care what any of you think. I'm like, that's a fair statement. But how many of them actually don't care what anybody thinks? That's the problem. Yeah, right. no, like one in a million. And, and like, Again, it's duplicitous. They always like to say there's such a small po- you know, percentage of the population or whatever. But there's been like four transgender shootings here pretty recently. So for such a small population, they're pretty violent. Well, I mean, it. It's. I it's, have no respect uh, for them people at all. Never have and I never will. For which types of people? The transgender so just, just Oh, okay. I didn't. It's, yeah, it's just it's. It's just it's it drives me crazy now that we when you say respect, or, like, it, man, will I will you, never will you elaborate? What you claim you are. I don't care. Okay. And if I have to work with you, it's going to be an issue. I'm going to pay you zero attention. Right. I'm not and, playing and, that game with you. I don't can we can you. we clarify just so I understand? Are we so we clarify? Can we say that? Um, when you say that, are you referring to the idea that? you're not going to affirm the fact that they believe that they're when they're born a woman they're really a man and when they're man they're really a woman is that what you yeah, mean when you say, okay I, any of okay. the stuff they claim to be right okay yeah, no I, I'm, that's good I'm and I also blame their fucking parents dude that's just sure. that drives me crazy man you I, nobody wants the parent anymore you know what I mean nobody that, wants that's to be a, a voice of reason nobody wants to guide their children they've all just given mm-hmm. into society and Look where they are. Look where we that are. That is an absolutely I would, I would love to know like, how many statement. parents that you know support their kids and all this or whatever actually do. Actually, don't cry themselves to sleep at night over it. Well, Probably and that's none. the thing is they're they're so concerned about how they how they're you know viewed by other people, and then when other people don't quote unquote affirm them or or uh, agree with them then it's like, but I want you to want what I want, and I expect you to believe what I believe. Well, I don't. Yep. Okay. So then, since I don't, then you get to hail, or I'm sorry, hurl things at me like bigot and You could flip the script, though, too, transphobe though. And all that stupid crap. You could easily just flip the script and put the arrow going the other way. Okay. Why, why can't people of that nature... Uh, respect and understand the fact that let's just say us we we don't acknowledge that existence as a real thing right we, we don't we don't have to that's the cool part about being an, an american yes i don't i don't have to believe that i don't have to believe anything and why you is know, that so I, important to some of them if i, I don't if know. i care if i believe you if i acknowledge it Ex- you know acceptance I mean? that's why they do it right, in the first place right. yeah well you're going the wrong way about acceptance like nobody well, I, liked me when I was John, so I'm gonna be Julia, and I'll have all kinds of friends, and I'll have an OnlyFans, and you know. But this, all, I think, it also boils down to, is that the more, um, the more the lines are pushed, the more the boundaries are pushed, and the less inhibited people become, um, it creates an environment where you can do and say and act whatever you, however you want, and. There's no accountability for anything. It's like, yeah, oh, well, you feel this way today? We're there. Then I'm going to do this. Yeah, we're there. And, right. Well, we're we're there, but there's still there's still that there's still that boundary in certain places that people are able to push back. The problem is, is that the people that are passive that are allowing this agenda to be pushed outside the boundaries of 
accountability, it, they're being passive and, and they're not speaking up and they have the authority to speak up against it. People that are voted into office or people that have, you know, positions of authority and power and they're they're too afraid, uh, you know, that people aren't going to support them for standing up against it is that's my opinion. Yeah. And so they it, just it become like, passive yeah, and apathetic about it. You're right. It seems like a lot of them. And I mean, it's Republicans. I mean, honestly, it is Republicans that would be against it. It's they don't say anything for it. but They don't say anything against it. Right. You know They're just mean? right. They, they just like kind of hang out in the middle. Yeah. But in reality, they do have a position on it. But they're, I think a lot of them that don't speak up, they're like, oh, if I speak up, then, you know, they're going to have to actually defend their position and they're going to get ostracized in certain circles or they're not going to get to eat free at a certain restaurant now or yeah, well, have the, the anonymity, you know. Anywhere. Because <laughs> I wouldn't trust yeah. anybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, that like, that's a pretty matter? funny caveat, there, also, you know, Travis, like, what does it even matter? We're so divided that it, you, if you if you have an R before your name, that side's not going to vote for you. I don't I don't care what you say or what you believe. And You're if right. they have a D by their name, I don't care what they say, what they believe. The right's not going to vote for them. So how about you guys just start actually saying how you really feel, you know? Right. Well, doesn't isn't that why Trump is is demonized and vilified because he pretty much says whatever he wants and he doesn't really care what people think? Well, yeah, because he used to be a Democrat and he flipped to the the side that get done. Right. And now they all hate him for it. I just watched a speech yesterday about that. Sixteen twenty-five. Yeah. So you're right. He. he <laughs> what did he say? Oh. What did you say? Oh, sixteen forty. Um, <laughs> um, but you're right. But that's what I'm saying, though, is is that you know, and not to get biblical. I'm just, but I'm going to use this as as an example. When you read in the New Testament, for those that have ever read it, um, there was a guy. His name was Paul. Well, his name was Saul, and then he his name was changed to Paul. But he was just like that. He was uh, on the side of the opposition of Christianity and Jesus. In fact, he was murdered. He um, encouraged, yeah, he encouraged c killing Christians and anything that had to do with Christianity. And then he went through um, a very serious uh, trans, what, not, what's Whoa. the word? I want to use it right. I know, no, transition. He went through a transformation and he changed everything about the way he thought, the way he did things, the way he acted. And he's one of the most prolific writers in as far as the Bible is concerned. So when you take people that believe one way and they look at a situation and, and they're, you know, they're rah, rah and gung ho for it. And then some truth actually slaps them in the face and they're like, whoa, wait a minute. All these things that I've been taught or that I've believed for so long are, is this way. And then this one moment changes everything. So when you, when it comes to people like the transgender community or the, the, you know, the gay lesbian community and all, all the, the people, the furries and, and all the different things to me, and this is just my opinion, but to me, it's what it is, is it's a, it's a mindset of lawlessness we don't want to be bound by anything. We want to be able to do and say and act as such whenever we feel the need to. If I like, there's a great quote uh, from the movie um, Demolition Man. Uh, Dennis Leary quotes. It's a quote from him. He says, "I might just feel the need to run down the street, covered in green jello, eating a you know a thirty ounce ribeye and smoking a two foot Cuban. And if I want to do that, then I want to be able to do that, and no one can tell me that I can't." And that society in that movie is almost 
kind of like where we are, but on the opposite side, like it's, they're so no one can touch each other. And, you know, everybody has joy, joy feelings. And so it's the opposite. But when he said, when he says that basically I can do what I want when I want to do it. I think that's where we are with this culture and kind of, you know, the season we're in again, my opinion, it's it's human nature to, it's human nature to want lawlessness. That's, that's a, that's a human caveman trait. True. But we have adapted as a society to realize that, you know, consequences, law, uh, rules, uh, expectations are a part of life. And our life is way better without or with it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you were getting ready to say they can't handle it. Yeah. And right. I would love to see like a week of lawlessness. I I would like to see how many are still around after that. Oh, well, well, here's the question, too, is since when and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but since when did every every time the wind blows, every time the, the clock ticks a new minute, does the feelings our feelings change? I've never been around so many people that they feel a certain way one minute and then 30 seconds, a minute, five minutes later, they have this new set of feelings. They don't know how to explain it, told and they don't even know think. why. They're told how to think. Well, that's what I'm learning with the um, the addiction, and, and I want to segue into this with, with you guys. Um, so, you know, back in the 80s, you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s, like, the drug addiction was the primary, like, outspoken addiction of of humans and and how we were addicted to things. Now, you know, this, the, the things that came in, like, after a drug addiction was, like, you know, gambling and, you know, other types of addictions, but drug addiction was one of those ones that was just up there. Alcoholism kind of grouped in there, but I've noticed over the last 10 years, how addictive and and how much people become addicted to their cell phones and their TVs. And it's gotten to a point for me where it, it literally makes me nauseous to walk around and see, like I was at the, uh, the doctor's office the other day and there was like 10 people in the office and everybody including myself was neck deep in our phone and there was no interaction with anyone in the room. Granted, I didn't know anybody, but the one person I was with, however, when I'm at home and that's the same scenario or, you know, when, when I'm, you know, I put my phone down and I walk away and it's like, Oh no, where'd my phone go? Did somebody text me? Did somebody post something on a social media platform that I have to go and and read and and consume? Did somebody say something negative about a post? Did somebody, you know, post something like with with what happened in that in Tennessee? Like I didn't even hear about it for a whole day. And people were like, "Oh, you didn't know about that?" And I was like, "No, I I don't sleep with my phone." So I I'm just curious on you guys' thoughts as far as the it's addictive a massive, nature. It's a massive problem, and and, uh, and myself included. I will to kill time. I mean, I can go without my phone. I'm fine. Trust me, I just I am. Uh, <laughs> I use like Instagram Reels, TikTok, stuff like that to kill time. Right. But uh, I've noticed lately, I am less and less and less and less and less on Facebook because Facebook has become the bitch fest or you know, promote my political views or you're going to do this. Or if you don't do this, unfriend me, like all these stupid things. It's just a waste of my time. So now I just watch funny videos of people hurting themselves and wrecking cars and stuff. And it passes the time. Sure. So it's a content filler. So we have become a, a culture of content hungry people where we, we, 
we are stimulated by, like you said, content like the the fast videos. Which I and, and just so we're clear, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. What I'm kind of alluding to is the fact that when you're so consumed with your device, like let's say your cell phone, that you the first thing that you do in the morning is get up and grab your phone. To me, it, it reminds me of when I smoke cigarettes. The first thing I did when I smoked cigarettes was got up, went to the bathroom, and then went and smoked a cigarette. First thing. And I realized after years of doing it, like, this is my ritual. This is what I do. And I and when I don't do that, then it doesn't seem like my day goes throws, well. Throws your day off. Right. And I feel the same thing to like the similar kind of reaction with, with cell phones. Like you don't have your, like, wait, how many times have you guys gotten up and naturally just went to look at your phone and it was dead and you're like dang it my phone is dead so then you're like grumbly and you're kind of grumpy and you plug it in and you just want it to charge like instantly you want it to be instantly charged and i mean they've kind of gotten I don't, close to I that i don't know that i've ever done that okay well that's good though but I, I know that i just don't no, i can't recall right what about you shay yeah i feel like if i don't have my phone or something that you think you feel like you're missing like the entire world you know what i mean like Someone's trying to call you. Someone's trying to text you. There's an emergency. There's something going on. You're missing something. Right. And then I get my phone and like there's nothing, you know? Right. And then you're almost like disappointed, right? I mean, I well, okay, I, I shouldn't say you because I don't know, but that's how I me. feel. Like I get, I calm down there, Shade A. Calm down. Okay. Don't judge don't get, me. Listen, we're bloviating. You're bloviating about it. Oh, okay. here we go. <laughs> yep. You're not going to know what words he's using. 24, 25. Um, So, uh, but no, seriously, like, uh, it's interesting how the expectation is set and it's almost reset every day, right? Because we'll post pictures. Like I posted pictures of uh, the little one or the medium sized one and the wife. And I got some really cool, you know, responses from people and likes and stuff. And I mean, Anyone that knows my family from day one knows, like, I did not put my uh, offspring on social media after a season. I was doing it and then started, you know, really feeling convicted about it. So I stopped for a long time. However, they've gotten older, at least the older ones have. So I feel a little less constrictive about doing that just because there are there are people out there that will men and per se though they will stock families and they will be they will friend those families just to get close to the to the children to 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 prey on the children and so that was the big reason why i stopped posting my pictures of my kids on online but like i recently posted uh you know the wife and the daughter and i got some really cool responses and i think the affirmation of those responses you know made me feel good like hey i got a good looking family and I think that we as a society, that is why we do that a lot is we want that affirmation. We want to be told that either we did a good job on something or, you know, we look good or whatever. I mean, what do you guys think? That makes complete sense to me, man, honestly. I have to uh, 100% agree with what Shay said, though, about the phone. Because if I don't, like I said, I could be fine without my phone, and I am usually. Same but here. I am too. Have that, you do have that feeling like like in your soul you're like something's happening and, yeah. and i'm like, not gonna my know. kids call me it's always my kids kind of thing you know i'm missing something yep. from kira 
So yep. what has changed? For, what has changed for us though? Because when we were kids, we didn't have cell phones, and I mean, granted, we as we got older into our teens, we started having pages and stuff. But at what point did did the necessity to know minute by minute what was going on um, almost like consumes us? We've gotten to a point where we've become dependent on perfidiousness. Ooh, there's a good word. What does that define? That word there, Dofus. Trust. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to start putting these words and definitions at the end of each episode. Uh, I love it. So funny. We trust our phones like we trust. Right. That everything we need to know is going to come through that phone. Right. And it's it's an addictive nature because, like I said, the phone dies on you. What do you do? Do you get upset? Well, okay, I'm not speaking for everybody. But from experience, and this is my own experience, when my phone is dead, I am... I'm not happy. I get upset and I want it to charge quickly so that I can start to consume more content. So you should should see my wife when her phone's dead. Is it bad or what? I have to check her in to a hospital. Really? Like straight jacket and all that? Yeah. Wow. That's bad. What What about you, Shay? What do you guys think you would do if you didn't have a cell phone though? Like, are you really going to substitute that sitting on your phone, staring at your phone for something productive? Like, if yes. Really, if you're sitting at the doctor's office, do you really want to talk to nine people you don't know? Because I don't. I don't want to hear a single thing come out of anyone's mouth. That's why my face is buried in my phone. Well, I don't okay, so that's a great question. I don't want to hear about your question. kids. I don't want to know about you. Do you read, Shay? Do you like to read? Yeah, I'll read. So there was a magazine years ago. I don't um, know what I do, though, without my phone to answer that question. That's an honest question, I mean, or that's want, an honest answer. Do you want to grab though. a magazine at a doctor's office when 500 other people have been sick and touched that thing? Or do you just want to sit on your phone and read whatever you want to read? Sour grapes. That Well, okay, but that's the thing, too, though, is you're, you're putting it in a perspective, and I say this respectfully, you're putting it in a perspective that, that we didn't have anything before the phone. So before the phone, did you just sit there and you were so... Well, I mean, that's, that's a good one. What did you do? What did we do before we had phones? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so, was you know, kid, People so Magazine or ta- talking, you know, talking with people around you or you, just but, sitting there and contemplating, you know, also, like... Right, but think 20 years ago, it was a much different world. I may have actually said that. It is true. Somebody, Agree. Right? Agree. I don't want to talk to you now because now I don't know what right. gender you are. I don't right. know if you're you don't attractive. know what you're going to say that's going to offend somebody, yeah, I right? If, yeah, I agree. You know, a, a maps person, you know, you're attracted to kids, so you're at the doctor's office looking for a sick one anyways. You know what I mean? I don't want right. to engage with anybody anymore. That's the problem. That's why I like having my phone. That's why I think a lot of people like having their phone because I don't want to engage with people at all anymore. I don't want to be approached in public. I don't want nothing from anybody because I just I can't stand people. What about your I own family? Society. Yeah, like we can all sit there and talk and that's fine. But even then people want to, you know, listen in and give their opinion or anything. Well, think about what we're doing right now. Yeah, like this you is know, it. I'm having a conversation with you guys. Are, we're talking. Yeah, we're not on our right. phones, right? Are on, but the opposite end of this is people are on their probably 95% of people that are listening are on a phone mm-hmm. or in their car driving down the road. What's true? And why do you think, I, I think this is why you, podcasts are so are popular because you can yeah. just listen to people talk that you actually want to talk to. And you don't have to engage. And I can 100% right, right. everything someone's saying. Or, or you can time. scream at the radio and be right. like, no, you're lying or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, I agree. I, but I think, too. Gonna swap, you know what I mean? What are you going to swap your phone for? 
So here's here's mm. a here's an interesting perspective. With people. Right, I agree, <laughs> especially people that you don't know. Now that that's the that's where I have the the issue though is when you're with your family and you're still engaged in content from the phone that's and not bad. trying to learn more about your family. So I have a seven year old, right? And we bought this little basket from Hobby Lobby, I don't know, six months, eight months ago. And the the idea was that at the end of the day, when everybody came home from school, everybody came home from work, at some point, all the phones went in the basket. And then we engaged as a family, whether it was coloring together, whether it was some of some people playing board games, uh, you know, dinosaurs, Legos. Uh, we had meals together. We didn't, you know, we weren't sitting in different parts of the house, you know, shoveling food in our mouth and then back to the phone because God forbid we missed something in 20 minutes of eating. And so the idea was to create an environment where we were connecting more face to face than, you know, worried about, again, what content we were missing on the phone. And, and I hate to say this and I'm guilty of it, but we have yet to truly use the basket. And my seven-year-old is adamant about us putting the phones in the basket. Well, so think gay, about it, when, we, when we were kids, just like Shay said, when we were all kids, we didn't want phones or none of that. I can't do it. 30, um, <laughs> we didn't want any of that. We wanted to go out and, and play with our friends, ride bikes, blow things up, light fireworks, uh, play video games, you know, just separate from the world. But now, now I want to separate myself from the world. We're tied like we're tied to the world. Yeah. <clears throat> through right? phones and, and yeah. devices. Shouldn't just say phones. Should say devices. Right, because iPads, um, TVs, you know, everything. Like, But it's and, a catch-22 because, like like, like Shay said just moments ago, like, I, if you really deeply think about it, like, I used to be a very outgoing person. Like, I would just talk with anyone, just random on the street. Yep. I don't really want to do that anymore because... I don't know what they're going to talk to me about. They might want to talk to me about their stupid ass views on politics or sure. they might want to recruit me for some religious organization, which has been happening at my A house. Lot. And it's I don't know weird. why, you know, um, yep. it's weird. I just, I, don't, not, I don't want trust to. Anybody. That's the thing. And right? And like, trust. I'm sure and you guys are a little bit older than me, but like I used to just walk to my friend's house, you know, at night in the morning during the day. I, I seriously, Kira has a friend had a friend next door. I'd walk out in the driveway to make sure she got next door because I just can't trust people. Right, I can't trust some pe tr trust some piece of crap driving around looking for kids. She has another friend two streets over. We drive her over there. They drive their daughter here. The kids don't walk. Just man, can't trust to, the world. Man. Oh, dude, we used to ride across town on our bikes, I and I'm oh, yeah. I used to town. Walk, I mean, I used to live by the gas station in Johnstown. Then you know. In Rolling Hills, and I used to walk yeah. and ride my bike uptown. I now my kids like, can I walk to you know the dollar store, which is literally two blocks? And I'm like, yeah, like, and you're apprehensive about it. You me, get nervous she, about she, it. She knows, so she texts me like at the end of the street, at the next street, at the parking lot, in the store, coming back now. And sometimes I'll right. get in my car and just drive around. You know what I mean? Because I oh, that's just scary. Don't that's trust anybody, perpetuated man. state of fear, and man. Just that, don't want to uh, put you know. And it, it's just the world that has changed so much in just a short oh, amount of time. Drastically. Which I that's I think that's probably the real reason why we are so addicted to our phones is because I think we've become much more aware and I think the world has degraded great at a much greater speed than it really ever had previously. I, mean, I used to ride from or walk for that matter from Millican to Johnstown. Yeah. 
that's a long but, walk. Yeah, I think we just are so much more aware because of our phones. We are more aware of what's going on, right? So it's always in the back Fair of your statement. mind, like, like, wow, wow, that kid got taken just, you know, walking to the store. You know, I mean, there's sex trafficking all over. And like Chris said with the religious groups, you know, we got approached at Home Depot. And the second that guy grabbed my hand, I didn't feel right about it. You know, super shady situation. And it was me. Oh, somebody would have got slapped up. You know, and it's like they're walking around the store the whole time we're there. No one's buying anything. We're at a Home Depot. Someone I, grabbed your hand at well, Home I Depot? My hand. Oh, like, okay, okay. He's like, yeah, you need to, you should come check out. And he gave me some address in like, you know, Greeley, downtown Greeley. And it's like, we have a different approach of uh, the Bible. So Megan's like, well, what's he mean by that? And I'm like, that's exactly what he means by that. Come a find different out. Approach. Come over, right. come yeah. over here and figure out. Like, no. Let me indoctrinate yeah. you differently come than drink, what you've yeah. been already come conditioned the, to believe. Yeah. But it's like, that's how they get come you. Come drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, that's how they get you in there. You know what I mean? Right. Now you're, no, you're well, absolutely now right. Now you're right. outnumbered with your wife and kid in the middle of Greeley. Right. So, so you're in a vulnerable position and yeah. they, and that's the, that's what I mean by preying on people is yeah, that. I guess I probably and, just you feel know, like everybody's a predator. Everybody's got some ulterior motive. And that's why I just keep to myself. Wow. Like we, well, you know, I went down to Micro Center with uh, I had I made Kira go with me, and we stopped in Greeley, stopped at a gas station, and then we got a burrito at Qdoba. Two people, one at each place, out of their mind on drugs, just screaming, walking around screaming, in the in the ten Wowzers. minutes I'm in Greeley. You know, I just tell Kira get in the effing car because if this guy had comes anywhere near me like i'm just gonna shoot him like i just don't care man i don't got time for it you're acting like a psycho screaming at 10 o'clock in the morning walking around you know what i mean so how, right how, and, how, and how, how are you supposed to yeah how can yeah. i let my daughter walk across the street walk down the end of the street and just not run into somebody like that what is she gonna do True. So, and I think that I'm way more aware of everything going on because there's the constant 24/7 video feed on your phone. But I, but can can we agree? And maybe you guys won't, but I I would say that some of that is deliberate for that very reason. Some of that action, some of the the craziness, some of the things people do. Yeah. Is because there's somebody hiding around the corner or, you know, behind the car and they're videotaping it to try to see what kind of reactions other people will give these people. And then they take those that content and they upload it to the social platforms to get likes and views and stuff like that. I would agree some of that. I would agree that happens. I wouldn't say it's very often, but I would agree it does. Well, but, but okay, I, I'm not saying all the time, but that's what I I'm saying. About like, doing it. you know, when you when you go into large cities, right? You go into in, like, I remember I was in Hollywood. This was years ago, and my dad and I are walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and we're just you know we're just walking along, and and uh, there was this guy standing there on the street, and you know he was a homeless dude. He was pretty rough looking, and we just started talking to him. Nothing deep. Nothing. You know, like nothing, nothing like uh, where the conversation would be, would take, you know, any kind of a weird, you know, debate turn or anything religious or political. We were just saying, hey, man, how you doing? You know, so I stayed today, you know, the sun's kind of shining, you know, whatever. This guy walks up to us in the middle of the conversation and we didn't know either one of these guys. And the guy looks at the homeless guy and says, what are you talking to the Jews for? I'll never forget this. And I looked at my dad and I'm like, 
are we Jewish? <laughs> my, my dad's like, <laughs> it, it, it's rhetorical, Travis. And I'm like, okay. And he, he just sits there and mead mugs us for like a good 30 seconds and walks away. And the conversation we were having with the homeless guy had nothing to do with religion, had nothing to do with anything deep. It was just like, hey, man, you know, how you doing, bro? Like, you know, just, you know, because he was kind of engaging us too. Like, you know, what are you guys up to today? Oh, we're just kind of seeing Hollywood. But the fact that this guy walks up out of nowhere and, you know, is intrusive and gets into the conversation where he wasn't even involved. I just, I, I see that more and more and more. I was, I was at a grocery store yesterday and I, I get out of the car and I see these two gentlemen talking and the one was clearly upset. And at first I just thought, I thought they were getting ready to, you know, to throw hands. And so I was I trying to, to avoid it. Well, but here's the thing. So the guy, the one guy was actually an employee of the, of the grocery store. And the other guy's telling him about another customer that this guy had encountered while he was parking his truck. And the, the employee was listening because at first I thought the guy was kind of getting mad at the employee and the employee was trying to like just calm him down. So I'm like not getting a part of that, not even going to in, you know, I'm not doing anything to engage in that. That is none of my business. I'm going to go inside and get what I need to get and I'm going home. Well, I turn around and I grab a cart and I watch this woman walk up and she pulls out her phone and she's kind of got it hidden inside of her smock or whatever. It wasn't a coat, but it was kind of like a, you know, like a, a sweater or whatever. And she's filming it. And I gave her the hardest convict look that I could come up with, man. And I just stared at her like, what are you doing? I didn't say anything. I just, I just gave her that convict look and her eyes got real big and she folded her phone under her stomach and she turned around and walked away, got in her car and drove off. I'm like, stop adding to the problem because what that guy was telling the guy, it wasn't, they weren't fighting. He was just telling the employee about a possible altercation, but those two were not fighting and she's like being a busybody. And I'm like, I want to scream at her. Mind your business had nothing to do with you. So don't go sticking your nose in it. I think that's the other thing, too, is that people, they, they think that they have to be, you know, they have to be like, you know, Deputy Barney Fife over here. And they got to get involved in everybody's business. Aaron, it's like, mind your business. You know, you don't, this has nothing to do with you. And with all due respect, unless it affects you directly, stay the, out of it. Go the other direction. Stop adding fuel to the fire by... It, you know, coming over and recording this fight or this argument between a husband and wife, it's none of your business. They now do, he they starts do that to hit her. Social media. Yep, right. And that's news. what I'm saying. That yep. And that's what I mean is, you know, I'm having an argument with my wife about something and I'm not getting physical. I would expect to, because I've, uh, I was actually in the, I was at the 7 Eleven in Loveland right there on 29th and uh, 287, the infamous 7 Eleven. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. And, uh, I get out to pump gas. This was 20 years ago. And this guy's he's driving a red cutlass and he's screaming at his girlfriend in the car. And at first I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not my business. I'm not going to get involved. And he's continuing to scream at her. Finally, I'm like, hey, man, lighten up, bro. You know, just chill out, right? She leans out of the car and says, F you, mind your effing business. I was like, bet. That's your problem then. And I completely pumped my gas and I drove away. And you know what? With all due respect, girl, you want to deal with that dude and he beats on you or whatever. That's your problem. Not mine. Fact. So, but yeah, I think the content, the consume, the consumer of content has become the, uh, the generational, almost a generational addiction 
that has started, it started with, you know, watching MTV six hours a day. And then, you know, there's so many platforms for, for TV shows and, and movies and stuff. And we all love to be um, into um, inundated with, you know, real things. So they start making more, you know, real life story movies. And you see these people, you know, going out and wanting to be famous. So they go out and they do outlandish things and just to get on TV. And it's, I mean, I was watching the Sopranos episode the other day and you guys remember Columbine. I mean, I know it's rhetorical, but that happened in, it happened April 20th, 1999. And I'm watching an episode from the Sopranos in 2008. And in this scene, they're talking about one of the kids um, that's like their dad was part of the, uh, the family and one of the kids was doing crazy things in school and one of the actors in the show and the, and the scene says, yeah, I hope he doesn't pull a Columbine. And I'm like, so Dylan Klebel, which is, and, and the other guy, those two guys, and I can't believe I just said his name. This is getting edited, but those two cats from Columbine, they got what they wanted. They wanted to be famous and guess what? They are famous, oh, yeah. but not for good reasons. Mm-mm. And so, and, and, you know, and they set, they set a course um, for this country in Oregon, you, they just outlawed any, any, uh, handgun or, um, semi-automatic, um, weapon that has more than, uh, that can hold more than 10 rounds is an outlaw. They can, you cannot own it. doesn't matter if you, if you owned it before they set the law in place, then you're supposed to relinquish it. You're supposed to divest it to the state. Kiss my ass. So, well, so it makes them feel good. most of the sheriffs in the state, most of the most of the law enforcement says we're not we're not enforcing that law. You can't enforce that law. Well, that, not, yeah. that's not happening. I, those cops are not going to go knock on doors and try to take your gun. They're not going to not yet because they're going not oh, yet. They're going to die. They're going to get shot. You're going to have right completely you know Americans through and through, and they're going to kill police, and they're probably going to have blue flat you know blue life flags in their yard at the same time. But I mean that's just it. You know, we'll support them until that. Yeah, and then they're gonna lose all the support, and they're just gonna—they're right. just—they're gonna die, dude. It's—they're smart enough to know it's not worth it. I believe, and I do gotta go. I'm, I'm about out of time, but I believe that there is gonna come a, a switch is gonna get flipped in in the world, not just this country, but in the world where the the quiet ones are the ones that have been quote unquote kind of reserved about how they feel and what they you know like afraid to say what they're gonna say. It's gonna come back in such a um, a profound way that the ones that have been loud for the last half decade, um, they don't realize the amount of people that when voices start to speak up and spark, start to oppose what's currently going on, how much that's going to change uh, the course of our culture and our society. I mean, that's my opinion, but you're the silent. Some people, that's, yeah. just that's who I'm worried alone. about. <clears throat> yeah. I'm worried about the silent people. We're probably on the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Cause the silent ones are the ones that carry the big stick. So, yep. yep. Well, it was, uh, engaging tonight. Thank you guys. A lot of topics. Talk. Yeah. About. Well, we're getting, this is, uh, this is the last episode for season four for the Doe, Shea and TK show because season five out. comes out in June. I didn't sign that. So contract. we, <laughs> we are going to be, um, we're going to be uh, recording some uh, some new content for season five, um, so I hope you guys stick around because I I thoroughly enjoy having uh, engaging in dialogue with you two. Uh, other than the fact it's, that you it's guys actually are a good time. good friends, 
I enjoy it. So, but we, yeah, we are, uh, we are getting to the end of season four. So season five comes out in June. So all the, you listeners, all you supporters, anybody that owns a small business too, and you want to promote your business, I will absolutely promote your business on the podcast. Reach out to me. You can reach me at production at wigdadstudios.com or info at the advocate brigade.com. And, uh, we can talk. So you guys, uh, have you guys eaten dinner yet? No. Getting ready to. No. I have tacos upstairs that I'm going to go slam. First time in my life I made tacos the other day. Yeah. Kudos. (laughs) That's awesome, Shay. And nobody got sick? Nope. Nobody got sick. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. It's actually not that hard. It's kind of surprised. Yeah, it really is. Except except that I started the meat too soon, so then it was done, and the rice still had like 25 minutes, so that was like a whole ordeal. Other than that, that wasn't bad. Oh, I need to buy you a rice cooker. You, you just you learn, you learn. So. Yeah, now I know. Start the rice twenty five minutes ahead of time, <laughs> or get instant rice. You know, look, rice. you're just going to become a chef. Yeah, he's going to be Chef Shea. I like that Chef Shea. We'll do, do like a whole TV series. Show. Yeah, a whole sh- a series of Chef Shea. We should just like start cooking and put it up on Twitch. And dude, people, people would follow the crap out of that. I'll be the one cooking, and then I'll make it seem like I'm saving the day, even though I have no idea what's going on. Are you gonna? Set. <laughs> are you gonna market it as like one of the Duck Dynasty guys? Because you look like one of the Duck Dynasty nah, guys. I'm trimming my beard back. It'll, it's getting pretty short. It's getting ready for something. Uh, dude. All right. All right, guys. I gotta go. But uh, it was great talking. You guys have a fun week, and uh, yeah, we will connect soon. Okay. Later. All right. Later. So that does it for season four of the Doshe and TK show. But don't worry. We will be back in season five, which launches in June. So stay tuned for that. You can find us on every major platform, Anchor, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google. Please go and like, go subscribe, go share these episodes with a friend. We started doing video here recently, and we are going to continue doing that. We would like to get some feedback about upcoming episodes topics questions anything we want to get some people on live while we're actually talking so please don't be shy to reach out and ask questions leave comments you've been listening to the tka brigade this is your host tk until next season take it easy